And as always, I'm grateful for your support and your company. And today is one of those days that is good to recall relationships and specifically the old time question of when do I leave a relationship? When is a relationship for me no longer is working? And I did an episode a while back on toxic relationships and why we stay. This is a little different. This is not necessarily heading into toxic relationship. This is not an extreme. This is just certain indications that it's a relationship that is no longer allowing me to grow as a person. That can happen sometimes. That can happen sometimes. So that's what it's for. We're not trying to talk about toxicity or how we're going to change another human being. All we're going to do is talk about what we need to look within ourselves and ask ourselves if we are practicing self-honesty. Today I had a a patient come in and she's the one that inspired this episode. She's been having trouble with her relationship with her boyfriend. At one point, she really was saying, I want to leave him. And today she came in, she said, no, I'm leaving him. But she keeps telling me this, I guess, as a way for me to reassure her. And it's not my job. <laughs> Whatever decision she decides to make, it's on her. But it helped me kind of reflect on what types of questions do I need to ask this young lady to help her get to the self-honesty. And so I took some of these questions and I'm going to give them to you guys today. So this way you can ask yourself if you have reached the expiration date of your relationship. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We, we don't want to do that. But, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, we don't have to make big, strong decisions, but practice self-honesty. And that's what these questions are about. It's us to reflect on and assess our beliefs and assess how we're living our life. And if it aligns with what we believe, that's all we're doing. So, all right. The first thing that I'm going to ask you to check here is, uh, or ask yourself, the question is, are we growing together or are we growing apart? And what I mean by that is that in relationships, I often hear this phrase and even hear it in movies that, oh, it seems like I grew up and he kind of stayed the same. And that is false. We are both human beings in this relationship and we're both going to grow. It just not may not be on the same pathway. Our growth may be going to a separate situation, separate location, then growing in parallel to one another. And that's, that's an important thing to discuss here because we're going to grow, you know, uh, but sometimes we're in denial of the fact that our growth in this relationship may not complement one another at one point. And that can happen because I, as a person, evolve. And with time, I will change my needs. I will change uh, my beliefs if I'm flexible enough. And these things come from learning, come from uh, living. And that's a great thing. But with those changes in beliefs, we don't account for the other person as well changing their beliefs too, or maintaining them. And so it is not a good or bad thing. And we're not talking about a really bad relationship or we're not calling it bad, nothing. This is just two people that are not complementing each other in their growth. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, that's, that's what I'm, 
that's what I mean. It's not, it's not a toxic thing. So that's one of the questions that you want to ask yourself to keep yourself in honesty. You know, there's nothing wrong with people growing. As a matter of fact, I'm expecting that people are going to grow in relationships. They're human and they're living and they're breathing. They're going to grow, period. They're going to learn something. And as we learn, our beliefs and our thoughts, our opinions are going to change. In a lot of ways, what we perceive as our identity will change with time. So yeah, the next question I want you to ask yourself, does this relationship allow me to expand as a person? Now, what I mean by this question is it almost resembles the first question, but that's not what really what I mean. This one is just asking yourself. It's not looking at both of you in this relationship, but really asking yourself, being honest with yourself about your behaviors in this relationship. Are you in a relationship that allows you to experiment with the world, experiment with your life? Or is it controlling, restrictive, too many rules, rigid? Uh, you know, for example, the young lady that was seen today, she said that her boyfriend is a great provider. He's a great person that can support her in a lot of ways. But she said that she's not able to go out with friends because he is afraid that she something might happen to her. He, she can't even drive a car sometimes because he's afraid something might happen to her or drive after a certain time. So I know many people think this is controlling, but I really have no judgment about this situation. All I'm really trying to point out is that she feels like she can't make a move without his approval. He's emotionally controlling, meaning that he gets upset quickly and he uses his emotions to manipulate her. And she's been responsible for fixing his emotions since the beginning of the relationship. At this point, she's not allowed to work on herself because he comes first. He's a priority. I know you're saying, well, Tala, this is pretty toxic. I hear you. But sometimes it's so subtle. People don't know it's toxic. So I had to put it in there. <laughs> I'm sneaky. I had to put this question for you to look at because it's, it is very much unhealthy. But... We're choosing to react this way in the relationship. So you take full responsibility for what you allow to control you and what you allow to relieve you or where you get your value from. Because at this point, this young lady is getting her value from fixing his emotions. She might have not wanted, well, she might have wanted this job in the beginning of this relationship, but it sure as hell does not want it now. She is fully in charge of his emotions, at which point he's not even in charge of his emotions. He's just angry all day long. And what's really interesting is that she gets angry too, and she's irritable, and he's irritable. And they're both find this as competitive. They're both irritable all, the, all damn day. And they compete which one is going to be irritable first and whose ass has to be kissed first. It's very interesting, but not uncommon not uncommon. Again, so subtle things in relationships that are not fun. Also to point out in this type of relationship, the person that's heard the most is the angriest. <laughs> so the communication pattern is really explosive or reactive at this point. Okay. People are not talking anymore. They're just getting angry. Their emotions are just taking priority. And there's no logic in this point. It's like, who's right? Who's wrong? That's what this relationship has become about. So yeah, ask yourself, does this relationship allow me to expand or am I restricted? Uh, do I feel like I'm restricted? And believe me, the restriction is in a lot of ways delusional. You are thinking you're restrictive, but because you are at this point 
controlled by this person's emotions. If you decide that you wanted to go to the gym at night, he's going to flip out because he's, you can't go to the gym and da da da, and he's going to get angry and you're going to try to fix it by not going to the gym. At which point it's like, uh, not allowing you to grow, I guess is my best way. And of course I'm using the gym, but it could be anything that you would like to do. For example, school, uh, it could be emotional. Uh, we can use, you know, the idea of, well, you need to be with your children. You can't go to school. Um, and you may have a great plan for that, but he will not allow that or he will not, um, or he will throw a tantrum. For example, and I'm using he, but a female will do just the same, by the way. He or she can throw a tantrum and you're back to trying to please this person. And that's, nah, it's not good. You won't like it. You won't like it. All right. The number three thing to reflect up on when it comes to whether this relationship is allowing you to grow or not is the question of, am I doing most of the work in the relationship, keeping it together? Am I creating justifications and excuses in this relationship? Or am I seeing this relationship with clarity? I can feel the most honest with myself in this relationship. I feel open I don't do much of the, most of the work. Um, I, I don't have to justify anything. His behavior is do it for himself. But we're looking at the other side. If I am using justifications, this is what's happening. I'm basically in charge of keeping this relationship together. And the other person really does not have much that he or she has to do. So if they show a plate to the house, you'll make the excuse for them. Well, they're tired. If they act irritable, you'll be like, well, you know, they've had a rough childhood. If um, they don't <laughs> commit, you can say, well, you know, they've had really bad baggage from other relationships that they're carrying. I mean, that's what I mean. Do you justify most of the work or most of their behavior to meet the needs of that relationship or keep it or keep it is what I really mean. Yeah. I hope this makes sense to you because when we do this, we are really setting ourselves back quite a bit. We are not in a relationship anymore. We're in a relationship with a bunch of excuses and it feels dishonest on the inside. I know deep down inside, like I always say, I'm lying to myself when I know that I'm making excuses for this relationship to continue. I'm just making it, I'm just making it because I'm afraid somehow, which takes me to my next point. Asking yourself, am I staying in this relationship because of fear or is it love? Really important. A lot of the times I get this nonsense thing like, well, I love her, but I'm not in love with her, which is another way to say to me that, well, I'm not lusting over this person anymore, which from what I understand, this lustful chemistry is only going to be the first two years. After that, you're really going to have to spice things up. You're going to have to work at that relationship. Good news for everyone, right? But we're going to have to count on more than just lust. So that's, that's not the kind of love I'm talking about. I'm talking about love. I'm talking about, does this person compliment my world? Are they a great addition to it? Is this person, uh, you know, a great reflection of me as well? And when I see myself in this relationship, I feel good about it. I don't hate myself. My relationship with me is intact. If not, it could be at this point, I'm staying with this person because of fear 
fear of the unknown, fear of insecurity. Like I said before in another episode, fear of familiar, fear of the unfamiliar, because being with this person is familiar and I don't want to be alone and I'll just, it's better the devil you know than the devil you don't know kind of thing. So it's not a good reason, but yet we'll still stay. We'll justify that. And it becomes about fear. A lot of times it's fear of what other people might think if you leave that person. You know, whether it's you're afraid that your children will resent you. If you're afraid that your mom or your dad will say, well, you haven't really worked on that relationship. Marriage is sacred or you guys have been together for so long. And then there's the guilt tripping aspect of it. Again, not love, not love. But this is where you have to sit with yourself and be honest with yourself. Is this about fear or is this about love and today I asked this patient to say the things that she's staying there for in this relationship the things that work for her in this relationship and she was able to label about four or five things which was fantastic and I asked her if she can like herself for being in this relationship based on those five things she nodded and said yes fantastic then I asked her do you love yourself for staying in this relationship. And she said, I have to think about it. And I said, why do you have to think about it? And she said, because love implies that I have to stay in this relationship. So if I love myself, that means I can't leave this man. You know, if I love it and everything, I can't be, the, I can't leave this man. And I, I had to explain to her, that's, that's not really what I meant. When I asked her whether she's able to love herself in this relationship, where she's at right now, I don't mean for a long term. I don't even mean for tomorrow morning. I meant for right now. Right now, a lot of the times people are self-hating in a relationship when uh, they are in a relationship that's not meeting their needs and they're not able to make a decision and they remain in confusion. But this is the thing. If you ask yourself, can I love myself today, right now for choosing to be in this relationship can I find something to love myself for that? For just a moment, for just a moment. I think that's progress because from that place, you can find peace and start approaching whatever decision you need to make with self-love, but it cannot start with conditions. Okay. So you can't place conditions on yourself to meet in order for you to love yourself in this relationship. And what I mean by that is that I need you to love yourself unconditionally, whether this person that you're with gets your boundaries or not, whether you're able to confront your own boundaries and make them or not, whether uh, you take this person back after infidelity, I need you to be okay with you either way. You need to be okay, not with you tomorrow. I'm talking about start right now. Start, am I okay? Can I love myself for the choice I'm making? Because nobody's holding you hostage, friend. You've heard me say this a million times. You're not held hostage in this relationship. So I need you to like it. I need you to like it. Because if you don't, then you're in denial. Then you need to do something about why you don't like it. Don't like yourself in this relationship. Okay? And that's what's beautiful about relationships. I've always said this. They are a mirror to show us about our self-love. They're not really meant to be kept and, and be the better part of me and the best part of me and blah, blah. That's not what they're meant for. A relationship is a wonderful mirror to show you about where you are at in your self-love, in your journey to self-love. So I need you to like yourself right the hell about now. 
I don't need you to like yourself by staying with this guy forever. And if you admit that you like yourself in this relationship, then you're going to have to do that. No, on the contrary, when you start liking yourself in that relationship, you slowly set yourself free. However, that may relate to you, whether it's staying or leaving, but you have to like yourself in that relationship. It, it's difficult when you have a really bad relationship with yourself. You hate yourself for the decision to stay in this relationship. It's almost going to feel like you're trapped, but it's a false belief. It is, you're not trapped in this relationship. Nobody's holding you hostage. You can leave anytime you like. So start liking yourself. Find different reasons why you like yourself right now for staying in this relationship because you're choosing to stay if you're staying. Even when you know you've outgrown that relationship because at many times we have, we can outgrow a relationship. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is part of, part of life and part of loss. We can outgrow and part of growth too. It's not a bad thing, you guys. Not a bad thing. But I got to practice self-honesty. Things don't have to always be permanent. As a matter of fact, I'm counting on their impermanence to include relationships, human beings, and anything that is human is impermanent in nature. So I don't want you to commit to loving yourself for the rest of your life in this relationship. Ooh, girl, guy, that's a lot to admit to and a lot to commit to. I'm not asking for all that. All I'm asking is to start right now to love yourself where you're at, to love yourself where you're at. And I believe that from that place, you're going to be much more compassionate to yourself, much more nurturing, less shaming, less self-guilting. Oh boy, I'm... I think from that place, you can make better decisions than from a place of self-hate. That's all I'm saying. Because from a place of self-hate, I'm more likely to punish myself more <laughs> and act in fear and act in insecurity. And it's not, I'm not reaching for this place of quietness within this place of wisdom within. I'm going straight to fear, going straight to fear. I hope that makes sense today and gives you something to think about. I've done, I guess, variations of this, but this is kind of, a, this is a little different. I'm not talking about significantly just toxic relationships. I'm talking about just the subtle stuff that pop up in relationships where you wonder, why am I staying with this person? Do I feel fulfilled about myself? Do I feel self-love when I look at this person? Do I experience self-love or do I hate myself when I look at his face or her face? <laughs> It's a little harsh taller, but that's all I got for you right now, at least. All right, you guys, I hope you think about this. Consider it. You are free. And I always want to remind you that you are free to make any decision you like, but you will make the right decision from a place of self-love. It almost always is the best decision ever from a place of self-love, a place of self-compassion, rather than I hate my damn self and try to make a, a, a decision about my higher good and this relationship. All right. So thank you so much, you guys, for hanging out with me tonight. I hope this was useful to you. If you heard me repeat certain concepts, all I'm doing is reinforcing them again. If you've listened to my episodes before my podcast, I just sometimes will sneak in other important thoughts or concepts I want you to remember. And if it hits home, great. If it doesn't, then it's just a good refresher to keep in mind. That's it. It's not, it's not meant to be uh, repetitive for no reason. I promise you I'm making it. There's a reason. There's a reason why I'm repeating stuff or saying them in different ways because I'm trying to get to your brain. <laughs> All right. I'm sending you a ton of love and a ton of light. This has been an episode of Drive Through.